0: You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere.
1: National spring training rolls along down in West Palm Beach. Tim McMaster here joined by MLB.com Nationals reporter Jamal Collier. Uh, Jamal, the World Baseball Classic is underway. The United States won't play a game until Friday, but some of the other teams are already going, and obviously some Nationals players involved. Daniel Murphy, Tanner Roark, they'll play for the U.S. team. Um, how excited are these guys that have that have left the team or are leaving the team shortly to represent their country? Something baseball players don't often get a chance to do.
0: Yeah, Tim, they're both very excited, uh, especially Tanner. You know, a guy who uh, has never really competed in anything like this. Danny Murphy hasn't either. But um, you know, for Tanner to be invited uh, and to participate on this team, just first of all, a validation of just kind of everything he accomplished last year uh, to show that he does, you know, belong among some of the best players. Uh, in the game that that compete on this in this tournament and play for these teams, um, but you know they all both talked about how they're looking forward to, you know, getting a chance to play with the other players around the majors, pick their brains, learn something from them, uh, and and get a chance to compete. You know, really in games in early March, are you kind of able to turn up the intensity? Uh, and especially that, that game uh, in in Marlins Park against the Dominican Republic on March 11th is already sold out. Um, so and tanner's supposed to be pitching in that game. He's kind of excited for just the atmosphere that that'll that'll kind of bring, but. Um, so far, yeah, both guys are, are both guys are, seem pretty excited to be participating in this tournament.
1: Yeah, that game, absolutely the spotlight of the first round. You have the Dominican Republic, which is basically an all-star team, and they won it uh, last time around. The United States has never won this World Baseball Classic, and, and for them to be playing in front of a sold-out Marlins Park. That's going to be pretty cool. Now, Max Scherzer was originally going to be a member of Team USA, but obviously with the knuckle injury, that isn't going to happen. He is slowly making progress, though, and I guess today he threw his first bullpen against live hitters. What's the, the latest on that, Jamal?
0: Yeah, big step forward for him to get out there, uh, throw live batting practice, and, and yeah, threw about 40, 45 pitches. Uh, with hitters in the box, which is you know for him um, to able to kind of simulate uh, in between innings, you know, he kind of sat down and got back up um, and tried to do everything he could to kind of simulate a real outing. Um, you know, I think a, the big thing for him also is he's still using that modified fastball grip where he's got three fingers on the fastball instead of the normal two. Um, and you know, he said he threw it today. It didn't feel any any obvious reduction in velocity or obvious change in stuff or control. Um, so it's something that he's going to kind of keep moving forward with. And, you know, it helps him pitch without pain right now, and he's really not even trying to use the two-finger fastball grip at all. Um, so it's, it's becoming more and more real that he might get a chance to use that, that kind of modified grip uh, in an actual game, at least in the spring here, to kind of test and see where it is. But uh, definitely a positive for Max, like you said, to get up there and, and face hitters. And then normally this is one of the last steps before a guy gets into a spring training game or gets into a, back into game action. Um, so they haven't set a target date just yet as far as when they want him to return uh, and, and pitch in games. But so far, uh, you know, everything is kind of pointing to as He comes out of this well that he could be making his debut here pretty soon.
1: Now, is there a thought that he could abandon the two-finger grip altogether, or is this still just, okay, until until it feels better, I'm going to go with these three fingers? I, I, I think
0: pretty much right now is until it feels better. Um, you know, the Max obviously got relied on his fastballs a lot. Um, so I, mean, I think it, once that finger completely heals and he has no pain with it at all, I think he might go back to it. But um, he also said he's not even, like I said, not even trying to do it right now. So it's, as long as there is pain and long as there is discomfort by the two-finger grip, um, he's pretty committed to using three fingers and doesn't think there's going to be any kind of ill effects from
1: it. All right. As for other starters on this Nationals club, Gio Gonzalez pitched on Sunday three scoreless in his second start of the spring. And, and I think a key to his start Jamal is the fact that he was able to get his breaking ball over for strikes, and for Gio, when the control is good, he's generally good. But that's one of his more inconsistent things. So to see it there this early in the spring has to be a good sign.
0: Yeah, it's been pretty encouraging the first couple of outings for Gio so far. Um, he's he's kind of been speeding through them so far. It's been kind of so efficient in his pitches that he's uh, you know had a chance to have an extra inning or you know kind of throw a little bit extra on the side. So. Uh, you know, obviously still early and it's still spring, but right now they've seen some encouraging things for G. And like you said, the command is the biggest thing for him. He can afford, uh, avoid, you know, longer innings and, and walks and those kind of things usually when he's most effective. So, um, you know, he, he can be a big piece of this rotation if he can kind of bounce back from the year that he had last year. So, so far everything's pointing in the right direction.
1: Matt Weeters is obviously on this team now, but he hasn't gotten into any games yet. What's the latest on that? What's his time Table obviously he got to spring training late because of the late signing. When can we expect to see him in a game?
0: Yeah, still a few days away. He didn't really have. We spoke to him a little earlier uh, here on Tuesday, but he didn't really have a a, you know an exact date in mind or an exact date he was shooting for. Um, He's still kind of says he's a little bit of ways away. He got to catch Max's live BP uh, today, which was he said was beneficial just because he has a chance to um, you know be back there when you have a hitter and you have hitters swinging. Um, he said just to, to get used to, to where you're not flinching every time when you got a guy uh, swinging a bat right in front of your face you know, out there. But uh, yeah, he still is a guy who wants to get get a little bit of familiarity, familiarity I should say, with uh, all the pitchers and get a chance to kind of get his own swings out there. Um, he, he kind of guessed that he needs probably like about 20 or 30 at-bats from both sides of the plate um, before he really feels comfortable and ready to go. So um, we are still got time for him to get those things accomplished. But, you know, like you said, the days are kind of ticking away here where, Pretty soon, he's going to have to start getting into games and, and, and you know catching multiple innings out there.
1: Obviously, one big thing this team has to still figure out is who's going to close out games in the ninth inning. And Dusty Baker talked a little bit about that this week, uh, saying not really any closer to naming that guy. And obviously, there's still a long way to go as far as spring training goes. And you're going to monitor the guy's health. And Joe Blanton joined the team late; maybe he's in the mix. But I thought it was interesting that Baker did Jamal speak a bit a bit about what he's looking for, the makeup that he wants to see in the closer that he's going to choose.
0: Yeah, I, I thought the same. I mean, it's like you said, it's, it's tough to, to really duplicate uh, how the intensity of a, a late game save situation during spring training. Uh, you know, for the, one, for the most part, you know, usually you're bringing the relievers in to the fourth or fifth or, you know, innings of games or so just because that's when most starters are getting ready to leave um, and you don't see guys kind of play or if you, you have them sit around and wait to the ninth inning you know, then they're gonna start facing minor league and, and, and you know, kind of not as good a competition as they would earlier in the game. So yeah, I thought it was interesting to say that, you know, necessarily what happens during the during the games might not be the, the be all end all. It might just kinda of be about who looks the best and, and who has the right makeup and has the right kind of uh guts to handle the job. I think that's gonna be a, a Kind of an inexact science that he's going to have to go about naming it. Uh, Nestle says he's going to, you know, lean on, on his catchers and guys like Weeters to say, okay, what what guys have you been catching in the bullpens that you think really can can handle and, and do this job and get it done? So, um, yeah, a lot, a lot of interesting stuff from Dusty as far as what he thinks, you know, will make up a, the right guy for this job.
1: And he also shot down the the thought of a bullpen by committee or yes. a closer by committee. It's going to be one guy. Just we don't know who.
0: Yeah, and he's he's you know traditionally never been a fan of that. I remember last year when Papelbon was uh, either on the DL or you know, eventually kind of lost a closing role uh, there right before the trade deadline, where um, you know Dusty was was not too thrilled <laughs> was not thrilled to have to kind of to, to pick and choose depending on matchups. He was saying, "I'm going to have to have one guy, um, so people aren't kind of guessing when the phone rings down there who's going to be up."
1: One more topic for you, Jamal, and that is Ryan Zimmerman made his debut on Friday. Obviously, he's a guy with. Plenty of question marks surrounding him after the year he had a year ago, um, but he's a guy that this team could really use a big year from and a bounce-back season from. Obviously, he's a guy with pride that that wants to be great again this season. Um, how does he sound? When he's speaking early in the spring, you see him out there a little bit on the field now getting into games. Does he sound like a guy who's determined to kind of get things turned around?
0: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. He's, he's worked very hard in the spring to – uh, whether he making adjustments and getting in shape and kind of doing the things he needs to, to do to to get right. I mean, he, he thought he's not coming off any kind of injuries or anything at the end of the season. I think that's going to be major for him that he's able to have a regular normal spring. Um, he's also a guy who at the beginning of March is is, is still kind of you know getting it's just finding himself. I think he's only played maybe three or four or five games so far, um, and he, he's a guy who does take some bats to kind of get ready. So. Um, he's like, hey man, what, but depending on what happens earlier on in this, I'm not really reading too much into these kind of swings, you know, that I'll be taking on March, you know, first, second, third, fifth, sixth, seventh. Uh, the biggest things for him will be how's he feeling late March. You know, does he feel like he's starting to hit his stride and get ready to start the season on time? So, uh, right now he's kind of like you said, progressing along perfectly uh, as to where he wants to be. Um, and it will probably start wrapping up the intensity a little bit here in the next couple of weeks.
1: Plenty of interesting storylines to continue to follow with this Nationals team as we get closer and closer to opening day around the major leagues. This has been MLB.com Extras, our Nationals edition. For Jamal Collier, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week.